and I was meeting my girls for ice cream. So when people were passing by, we were criticizing. She could have worn this. He could have worn this. So you were saying during the COVID, mm-hmm. most of the sales you made was from face masks. Yes, we were not making clothes. It was like you wake up, you know it's face mask. Hello everyone, my name is Resin Hawirema. This is a Made in African show that brings you true and original stories of Africans in a growing movement, highlighting the craftsmanship, creativity, and the entrepreneurial spirit of African designers, artisans, and businesses. The space was tiny. It only had a table, one machine, and one tailor. Even us, we usually had to stand. Like mm-hmm. one would sit and then give the other. In today's episode, we are with Nehema Jodina who picked her business idea on the street. Currently, she owns the three fashion clothing brands under the umbrella brand me fashion house and then we tested our first money via law society of kenya and coca-cola mm-hmm. so with those two big brands we were like yeah we are sticking to this the money is sweet and we're getting to do what we love so yes with that i remember made in african show brings you weekly episodes produced by ncb the base one tv Thank you very much for being here. Who is Nehema? Tell us about you so our listeners will know who is you deeply. The last time I was asked to tell, tell a person about me <laughs> was uh, how many years ago, I can't really tell, but I think it was an interview, but I don't mind sharing. My name is Nehema Jujino Biro. Okay. I'm a fashion designer, mm-hmm. a Kenyan, mm-hmm. 16 years old. Okay. <laughs> a lady never tells. I'm 29 years old, okay. heading to 30. I major in fashion. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm a fashion enthusiast. Let's go through the brand. So mm-hmm. when did you start? When did you realize you have the talent mm-hmm. of fashion designing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were just seated with my girls, Zarila and Jackie. We were at a cafeteria. I came for my classes. I was undertaking bachelor. I was majoring mm-hmm. in a double major of conflict and peace and sociology. Mm-hmm. So I just come from my classes and I was meeting my girls for ice cream. Mm-hmm. So when people were passing by, we were criticizing. She could have worn this. He could have worn this. Well, Let's discussing say, about yes. the clothes people yes. are wearing yes. around. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So it was a funny experience. And then from that, that I just was joked. What, that was which year? In 2018, Mm-hmm. So I just joked, Ati, why don't we start a fashion house that we can actually produce what we are talking about? Because even if you are criticizing people from the sitting point, they're not listening. We're the only one judging ah. and you're not showcasing what we actually have. Okay. So they're like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't we do it? Mm-hmm. So me and Zarila started it up. I had 17,000. She had to raise another 17 to join hands, get a smaller space. Okay. She already had the machine because the mom had the machine. First machine, her mom gave it to us. And the rest, we had to buy. So yes, and then we tested our first money via Law Society of Kenya and Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. So with those two big brands, we were like, yeah, we are sticking to this. The money is sweet and we're getting to do what we love. So yes, with that, I went all in into mm-hmm. the, the fashion industry. Did you name the brand at that time or you just started and 
You named we, the we, we came up with the name. The name started. Yeah. What was the name? Uh, Brami Fashion House. Because we felt as if we were branding people. We were branding people by clothes, mm -hmm. by dressing them up. So I came up with the name and said, why don't we call it Brand Me Fashion House? So that there's the branding aspect of it, there's the print aspect of it, and then there's the cloth aspect of it. Instead of having like several names, mm -hmm. why don't we just call it Brand Me Fashion House? And she was okay with it, so we picked it from that. Yes. Okay. How your day look like as a fashion designer? So basically I'll wake up in the morning, take up my phone, check if I have any emails, any DMs, because I'm the marketer, I'm the production manager, I'm literally the overall seer. Mm -hmm. So I'll check if I have any messages or DM or orders on our social media platform mm -hmm. or on my WhatsApp. And then from there, check if there are pictures that I have been posted from the clients mm -hmm. or the new ones that need to be posted, post, and then repost on my personal page. After that, I get to remind people that we customize outfits mm -hmm. and push on the marketing sector. After that, shower, uh, get back on texting messages or uh, informing a client who needs to pick up their outfits or if their outfits will be late. After that, dress up, go to work. Work can take up to, say, we can, if there's a high production rate, we can leave at around 10 p.m. or 12 a.m. in the morning. But during these times, most of January, it's very slow. So we come out of work very early. So when you get to work, I help in the production sector because that is majorly what we do in our office. After that, do we eat lunch? Once in a while, we remember to eat if you're not busy. But if you're busy, we skip lunches. It sounds you have a very, very, a very busy day. So starting point mm -hmm. of your brand, you mentioned one of the challenges you faced was the capital. What are the challenges you faced uh, when we by the starting? Up, mm -hmm. We had a very tiny space. Like it was... It was a tiny, tiny space. So we didn't want our clients coming to our, our office. Up until now, I'm not that big. So most of the time, when we started, we started with going to the clients because people judge by what they see. So we didn't want them to see the space and then think that the court is going to relay with the space that they are seeing. Mm -hmm. So to avoid us like shrinking to this, what they see is what they would expect in terms of court. Mm -hmm. We decided that any order that we get, we'll ask the clients if we can go take the measurements mm -hmm. where they are. And since we know we dress well, we smell nice, and we look good, that will give them, like if I quote a suit with twenty or 30000 or 40000 they'll be okay to trust me with their money because of how I look, how I present myself. So with that, we opted for that. The space was tiny. It only had a table, one machine, and one tailor. Even us, we usually had to stand. Like mm -hmm. one would sit and then give the other 
mm-hmm. space to sit or sit on top of the table. So yes, that was a, another challenge for us. We were new. We didn't know like the vitrochoro, where to get fabric and whatnot. So mm-hmm. we started with us finding things on our own. So it took a lot of time knowing whether when you're doing a huge production, like I said, we started with LSK, mm-hmm. Law Society of Kenya, and then we started with Coca-Cola as our first corporate client. And we didn't know where to get the wholesale uh, wholesale uh, fabric, wholesale um, threads, like the, the materials you need, mm-hmm. the accessories, the materials, yes, yes, yes. The accessories mm-hmm. you need so that you can make good profit from it. Mm-hmm. So we, we just want to get them where they usually are gotten. And mm. yet there's a market where you can get those things at a very affordable price. That was another challenge. Another challenge was the fact that we were starting, we didn't know who to go to, how to market the whole brand thing. Mm-hmm. But we, we went all in. We were passionate about this brand. Like, we loved it. We were going all out, inboxing people, DMing people. I, we constantly went out on DMs. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, oh, and the giving of quotes. Because mm-hmm. you didn't know when you're going too high or Mm -hmm. when you're too low. Because you'd speak to another designer, they'll give you like a very high price and you're like... That's what I was going to ask you. How how did you see other Kenyan designers collaborating at that time when you were starting? Do they hide the secret? Do they... No, everyone has their own secret. You can't tell the receipt to your success because everyone would want a pinch of it and then it would end up not being the unique aspect of you wouldn't be unique anymore you Ah, get so mm -hmm. everyone has their own secret that pushes their business i can teach you yes Mm. i cannot tell you everything i can show you how to crawl but i cannot help you to walk Mm. so they could only share what they thought also as important that would mm-hmm. help us and boost us in a way then we'll be able to make that decision because let me give an example mm-hmm. a quote from you won't be the same as a quote from me you mm-hmm. get yeah so there are many aspects to it mm-hmm. so when we are talking to these fellow designers mm-hmm. someone will give you a very high quote another one will give you a moderate and mm-hmm. another one will give you a low quote so a standard let me not say low because mm-hmm. there's no low quote and then You'll now ask or sit down with yourself and ask why is this person giving this such or this type of quote. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. with that, it will guide you because mm-hmm. then you'll get the aspect why probably the buttoning, the finishing is different. Some mm-hmm. finish using hands, some finish using machine. Mm-hmm. And the more you use people, the more you have to pay and the huge or bigger the cost is. So there is many things to put into consideration prior to uh, giving a quote. So with that, we had to set our own Mm -hmm. from getting a thing or two. How did you knew that you were on the market? Like where you said like, now I know what is about fashion industry. Let me do this. When When was that? When we started facing challenges. When Corona happened, uh-huh. yes, because we needed to survive. And fashion is the only thing that came through for us. Because we needed to make, um, there are two instances when we started producing corporate wear and when we started dressing, actually three, mm-hmm. when we started producing corporate wear, that was a big deal for us. Like like we are now in the market because we're dressing LSK, mm-hmm. we're dressing EABL via 
other agents. We're dressing Coca-Cola. We're dressing the basketball team of Kenya. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal for us. It, generally speaking, love the hype around the corporate sector. After that, we started dressing celebrities. Akode was our first, mm -hmm. and he really pushed. Like, she championed for us. Like, she was our number one cheerleader. She saw the enthusiasm that we had. Mm -hmm. And, like, we were excited about our venture. We mm -hmm. were very, very excited that we had. And with that, it helped us boost our client mm -hmm. get audience. We got so much orders through her. Correct. And then from that, Tanasha, like these people really, really, really championed for us. And another instance was when we started facing challenges. And fashion was our go-to person. We had a smaller space. We'd moved to another space, mm -hmm. but it was still small. The mm -hmm. current space that I'm in. We were hosting 10 tailors in that small space because everyone wanted to survive mm -hmm. and we were making masks out of it. And you could see how they were going all in to produce 100 masks or 200 masks per person mm -hmm. every single day. Yeah, that helped us pay our bills. That mm -hmm. helped us like take care of other people. It was just a beautiful moment. So, yet you were, so. yes, yes. You were saying the time you really find out that your brand is in, you know where to get the market, you know where to get the fabrics, you know where to get zips, buttons. That was by the beginning of 20. 20? Yes, 2020. 2020. Yes, 2020, mm -hmm. we were now good. Uh -huh. uh, we're still learning up until now because you never know. Mm -hmm. You never know everything. I get surprised every single day. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say I know everything. I know every corner, but we're learning every single day. We mm -hmm. just keep on Talking about the, the, the client now, when you go to Brand Me page, you see there are so many pictures. So who are most of your clients? I'd say everyone, from kids to old, our old parents to youngsters to teenagers. Like we, It's an all-round mm -hmm. uh, uh, target audience. Like They're all there. Mm -hmm. If you come to our page, you'll see the young, you'll see the old, you'll see middle-aged, you see like Everyone, yes. Yeah. Back to the COVID period, so many fashion designers in Africa closed their shops mm -hmm. because they were not able to get the fabrics. Mm -hmm. There was no supply chain was uh, almost uh, collapsing during yes. that time. It was bad. So it was very bad. So to you, your brand, you said you survived by making face masks. Mask. Who were you? giving the face mask, selling it to everyone or you are? Yes, we were doing individual sales. Families were ordering like 10, 15, 20, mm -hmm. and then we were sending to organizations. Mm -hmm. They would order 5,000 masks, they would order 1,000 masks. So it was everyone, because mm -hmm. everyone was using masks, from children to grown-ups. So there were organizations that boosted us a lot, more so the ones from Kisi. There's a friend of mine there, she went all out to get mm -hmm. his client. And then there's the individuals who came in from all corners of the earth. So you were saying during the COVID, mm -hmm. most of the sales you made was from face masks. Yes, we did. We were not making clothes. It was like you wake up, you know it's face mask. Mm -hmm. No one was ordering outfits. Yeah. We were majorly doing face masks. 
from morning to evening, morning to evening, mm -hmm. and then we'd walk back home. Okay. Yes. So, still to you being a fashion designer, mm -hmm. why did you, like, in terms of a job, looking mm -hmm. for jobs, mm -hmm. I understand, and the listeners, they understand, you started by criticizing people passing on the streets, <laughs> then you ended up, this our criticizing, let's do something. Mm -hmm. So, until now, you went to college. Mm -hmm. So, if you compare the job you are doing now, and go finding a job, mm -hmm. what is, which is big part to you? Fashion designing or you still feel you can find a job I in your career? I can still find a job while in fashion. Let me say, at this economical so, time, okay. uh -huh. it's very hard to survive. And everyone needs a backup. But currently, I haven't looked for a job. But I have my degree. No, I haven't graduated yet. I have one unit that I haven't done. But if it was matters job, I would go for work but still run my business or prioritize my business and do other side hustles. Because everyone needs a backup. You can't you can't you can't like at this economical times, at these times, you can't depend on one source of income. Mm. You, you struggle a lot. That's why I've come up with the branches that targets everyone okay it's not easy i'm taking it a day at a time mm -hmm. the challenges yes but i'm hoping we live on hope mm -hmm. so i'm hoping things pick up eventually mm -hmm. let's say the covid mm -hmm. i still want to get there because many mm -hmm. fashion designers they lost their hope during the covid mm -hmm. so did the kenyan government did it supported some countries have had like uh government give money to people did the kenyan government really uh give money to how did the government support the fashion designers here? I, i'm not sure that happened <laughs> <laughs> i can't really tell probably they help other designers mm -hmm. i wasn't in the know mm -hmm. but myself i was just pushing myself from my end i understood my struggles mm -hmm. and i focused on that I, if you if you're always dependent on someone at some point they will disappoint you mm -hmm. so knowing the bills that i had to pay and mm -hmm. the people who are counting on me i wasn't on the know generally mm -hmm. speaking so i can't say that they didn't help or they help i really really do not know personally mm -hmm. i didn't get any help then uh, you only survived from making yes face masks basically that yourself. is what i did okay. i survived from making face masks mm -hmm. so we have been talking about uh you were not yet graduated yet but you are Graduating in school, soon yes. in school. I started so, testing money. Yes, testing money. You feel like money is so <laughs> sweet. You don't want to go finalize it, but you will go. So now let's talk about the, you have mentioned your age. And if you compare yourself now with other women at your age mm -hmm. who don't have backup, who didn't have a chance to create that backup. Mm -hmm. And how do you see them now? Are they having a job? Are they job raised? Are they home? What are they are doing now? Genuinely speaking, I can't speak on their behalf because I don't know. Because at this moment, I don't feel like I've, I've lived the life that I want okay. or I've achieved what I want in life. I don't feel as if I'm there yet. 
or I'm even close mm-hmm. to being there. So I can't really speak on that. Yeah, but way. you have friends. Like, for example, you have people, you know... They're doing well. They're doing well? Yes, like, they're doing well. Okay. Everyone so, is just trying. Like, if you see a generation, mm-hmm. your best friends... Uh, let, me, let me talk about the gentleman. Mm-hmm. The gentleman mm-hmm. in my circle. I'll tell you, generally speaking, those mm-hmm. people are making me proud. Ah. And most of them are from the fashion industry. And the lady friends... I'd name a few, mm-hmm. and you should sit them down because mm-hmm. they're, they're really inspiring to our generation. There's Bolo Bespoke, there's Bray, Taylor 001, City Fischl, there's Sam, there's um, DJ Mavazi, there's uh, Maureen, there's Awur, like these people, Emma, there's Humphrey, like there are a lot of people in our generation, and there's the big ones, Yvonne Afro and uh, African Fabrics and Naomi's. I would say these people are really challenging us. Genuinely speaking on my behalf, Mm -hmm. they are challenging me on a daily, daily basis. Mm -hmm. So what is the challenge for you? One more person, Aggie. Aggie. Yes, Agnes is is doing So those are, should we call them your role model fashion designer in Kenya? I I wouldn't say say my role model. But the partner designer, you see, they inspire you? I I would say there are people that just inspire me in one way or another. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say we are in the same level level or ranks because there are no ranks. Today you'll be up there, tomorrow you'll be down there. So I'd just say I learn a lot from all these people, the young, the old, the new generation, the older generation. There's so much to learn from from them. And Mm -hmm. I get inspired Mm -hmm. at every moment and every minute that I see their posts, that I see their achievements, that I see their struggles. Because there's one who usually speak about the wins and usually also speak about the losses. So there's a balance, you know? It's not always win, 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 win. There's a balance. There's criticism. He handles everything, and that's great to be specific. Like, you just get to learn a lot from these people. You learn so much that a school cannot teach. Mm-hmm. Yes. So talking about the fashion industry, like you have mentioned, named some fashion designers. Why do clients choose to come to you, not to them? What makes you different between I'd you say and them? I'm, I don't know about them, but personally, myself, I'm, I'm more of a friendly person. That's what they say. I, I, I take a client as my friend to understand her better and know where she's coming from. So I take every client as my friend. They know, I call them Jaber. Jaber means beautiful. In means what language? In, in Luo. Luo ah. is always beautiful. Ah, so like are you... Luo is... Luo is a, a be, Luo. Yeah. Uh, Luo. <laughs> so I call them Jaber. And I think it's a way of just soothing them and making them feel at home. Mm-hmm. The minute someone feels at home, they mm-hmm. will trust you with their bodies because mm-hmm. the body is the most important part and we are dressing the body so it's the friendship aspect of it so that they can come again and again i get to disappoint them that happens mm-hmm. i disappoint my clients once in a while and i try and make amends where i can mm-hmm. but where i cannot i just apologize mm-hmm. and learn from it so I bring them closer to me. Mm-hmm. I'm a friendly person. That's what I would say. Okay. Yes. So uh, in terms of um, process of you as 
as a fashion designer, what uh, are you inspired colors, like your favorite colors? I love white, black, gray, and red. Mm -hmm. Those are the colors I personally love. So may I know why those are your favorite colors? Uh -huh. White. Why? Yeah, why, like let's say why, 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 white. Is beauty. I'm wearing white today. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're wearing white. White is, yes. is related to purity. White is just clean. Mm -hmm. And I love cleanliness. Like I love, it's just clean. Mm -hmm. It's and it's subtle, yes. It's bright, it's out there, but it's subtle. And black black is a color that everyone needs. Mm -hmm. And then it hides that. Mm -hmm. So yes, there's that factor. When I see your pictures, mm -hmm. actually I've seen even in the comments, mm -hmm. so you can see people, they are selling so many comments. You are very fashionable. So do you have a models? Do you collaborate with the modeling agency to, to promote your clothes? Or you are the one who promotes your clothes in terms of photo shoots? Photo shoots recently is when I started using people, but when we started, we were using ourselves. And I personally wear my own clothes. Like today, I didn't know there was a camera, so mm -hmm. I didn't come with makeup and <laughs> hair hey. and dressed up. This yeah. is my casual wear. This mm -hmm, is my mm -hmm. production wear. I usually wear just t-shirts mm -hmm. and pants. And these t-shirts are customized uh, from my own shop. Okay. So yes, my own studio. Mm -hmm. So I wear my own clothes. There's mm -hmm. no day come out of the house without having something mm -hmm. from brand new fashion house. I model for myself, but I also get help from celebrity. Horizon has been one of the best. There's a force there, like she has influence. And then there's Little Venus, like she's brought me people from all over the world. That mm -hmm. lady I've has... I've seen actually you with the ambassadors and the many conferences I will get there later. Uh -huh. So about the other big connections I've seen you, you have... Uh, so. Uh, in terms of um, promotion and technology, and how do you promote your brand? I say prayer works for me, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also social media. Social media has been what has boosted me and recommendation. They say mm -hmm. on social media, you make an outfit, they recommend you. So that is what has helped. And reaching out to people, mm -hmm. yes. Then... In terms of a market, mm -hmm. there are so many fashion designers here in Kenya. Mm -hmm. So it's about the similarity in terms of, uh, you know, there is this thing you have in Africa, copy paste, Nehema, your brand, you are done to design a clothes, you put on social media, in Adapo coming, fashion designer go and pick the pictures and you do the same. So what do you see or what's your point of view in terms of copy paste here in Kenya? Do you see designers copy paste each other? There is uniqueness? How do you? I see currently there's so much unique stuff from fashion designers like everyone is coming up with something beautiful and amazing i think they get challenged and do better even if you're copy pasting because there's definitely copy pasting you'll find someone has copy pasted your design but has adjusted a thing or two has been creative around it which will flatter you because the person is trying to be smart of which you should take it as a compliment it's coming from you and the person got it from you so it's a compliment somehow so they say they're really really copy pasting because there's some creative people out here like kenya we are blessed nigeria is blessed mm -hmm. and other countries too in terms of uh, fabrics mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. access to fabrics mm -hmm. uh, we know many fashion designers in africa are facing issues of fabrics you see people they still use kitenge that's already they they are about to get so mm -hmm. what about you where do you get your fabrics kitenge that's a major thing we use ankara a lot because it's african it represents where do you get africa. that yeah, ankara? 
so personally i get it from easily mm -hmm. yes i do not import i wouldn't lie to you that i import ankara no i haven't gotten to that level but there's some people who import ah. i have suppliers from easily them mm -hmm. they import or they they get it from some factory i'm not really certain mm -hmm. but personally i haven't imported the satin ones we get them from memsa we get them from african fabrics and we get them from easily so easily plays a very major part in that and textile Textile. Yes. Uh huh. So, like in terms of availability of fabrics, are you able to find any fabrics you want here in Kenya? Yes, we're able to find fabrics, but not entirely all of them. Because someone will see a design on Instagram that a Nigerian has worn or um, someone in the U.S. has worn. So we'll only look for something closer to it, mm -hmm. but not exactly like it. So I wouldn't say we have access to all the fabrics. No, we do not have access to all the fabric. Mm -hmm. We give them what is closer to it. When you're lucky enough, we give them the exact, exact fabric. Talking about the body shape, some of the clients, they complain when they see see fashion show, they see smaller girls in size. the fashion show, smaller uh -huh. size, but you are not in small size, by the way. So fashion industry in Kenya brings big size, price size models. What about your clients? Do you mix or you have? We, we mix, every, like we take in everyone. You need money. You dress everyone. There's no exception. Like there's no, I'm measuring on skinny people or I'm measuring on plus size. No, for ourselves, size 8, size 2, size 6, size 4, size 10, size 12, size 16, size 18, size 24. We take it all in. Like they look amazing. Everyone looks beautiful in their own way. So there's no like clustering mm -hmm. uh, and saying we're not dressing this type of people. Mm -hmm. No, we dress everyone. Okay. I love money. So mm -hmm. there's, uh, there's no exception. Yeah, talking about the body shape, I see you do many sports. When yes, yes, yes. What are your favorite sports? I'd say I love watching basketball, mm -hmm. just watching it. And I love uh, playing uh, golf because it's associated with the rich people mm -hmm. who make it <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> But I enjoy golf. Tennis, I love tennis. Mm -hmm. It makes me look good. Like, mm -hmm. it, you enjoy it when you're there because you're sweating and you're moving and it, it's a lot. Like, mm -hmm. you enjoy tennis. Tennis is beautiful. And horse riding. Horse ah. riding, well, uh, it's beautiful. You enjoy it. I love sports. Mm -hmm. I love everything that makes my... And mm -hmm. bike, bike riding, racing. So, uh, so you yes. want to train you are climbing uh, something. Yes. Yeah. So anything that thrills me, mm -hmm. like make me feel the rush, mm -hmm. I love it and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Or sweat. Mm -hmm. I love it. You love it? Yes. Okay. Golf is mm -hmm. a good game for you because it's the games that takes you to good Richer connection. people, yes. Mm -hmm. So how... It's associated to well. Yes. How is Nehema in front of rich people? For example, I understand that how you are a fashion designer trying to find something, something which is the money and the clients. How is you when you are with rich people? How do you I, act? I already look like money. So they, I don't change myself. I'm very sorry to say, but I'm confident in my own body mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and where I've come from and where I've reached. Yes, I have problems. Mm -hmm. A thousand and one problems. Mm -hmm. But they're never written on my face. Mm -hmm. So they say when you go to Rome, behave how Romans behave. I don't change this is me. Yes, I'll try not bring the ghetto side of me because I've also been in the ghetto. Mm -hmm. But I've tested both lives. 
the wealthy and the, the ghetto. I know poverty very well and I have tasted the high life somehow, somehow. Mm -hmm. So I know how to carry myself around them. But I'll definitely market my business because mm -hmm. I need money. I love money. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, why they are saying in Africa that someone who wants a poor sometimes is hungry for things. What makes you different? You said you understand the poor, but when you are with other people, you behave as a rich person. Poverty is a motivation. You see that the hunger will push you to give yourself the best because no one enjoys being poor. No one enjoys being in a poverty state, either in mind or just lifestyle. No one, even the poor, don't enjoy being poor. Mm -hmm. So with that, it gives you the drive. And if someone is hungry, or let me call it drive, if someone has a drive, from the fact they were poor or they experienced poverty. Mm -hmm. That's a very good thing. Mm -hmm. But it can't be a bad thing, but it's a very, very good thing. Because mm -hmm. then you work hard towards not going back to where you were. Connections. I've seen you with a different event. What uh, do you use connection you already have? I have seen you with ambassadors and VIPs. So it is not easy to find uh, an African designer having or good connections at the moment? I'd say, yes, it's not easy to get connected, but you see, you need to put yourself out there. And how you carry yourself on these social media platforms, people assume I'm not even in Kenya. Like if you go to... <laughs> I know, if I you know. you go to my profile, <laughs> you think I'm not in Kenya. Yeah. And there's a way I carry myself, whether in the house, or outside the house, or I'm taking pictures. And with that, people can either trust you on being around their circles because of how you carry yourself. It's basically how you carry yourself and how passionate you are about this connection and mm -hmm. how bad you need them and how much you need to maintain them. Mm -hmm. So yes, carry yourself properly. Get linked to the proper guys. Like, put yourself out there. No one would ever come to you. If you want connection, let me give you. Because they don't know if you need the connections unless you put yourself out there. So yes, personally, I've been helped. Being around these people opened my eyes. And when you go there, you actually introduce yourself to other people who know other people. So they again invite you to know these other people who know other people until you're there. So yes, I use other people to... Every human being on this earth uses people to get to where they want to be. So yes, for me, I have a friendship. The friendship I have with my clients is what has built my connection. Most of my clients are people who've made it in life or who are making it in life, who inspire people. So with the friendship that I gave at the beginning, at the forefront, and how I carried myself while I was giving them service is what, let's say, pushed the growth towards the friendship that we currently have. That there can be a, a client-supplier friendship, and then there's the friend-friend aspect of it. That makes me to ask you this question, because I've been working in the industry for more than 10 years. I've mm -hmm. been seeing models struggling to apply for international fashion weeks, mm -hmm. even some of designers they struggle to apply for international fashion weeks mm -hmm. so to you how do you see you were brand on international level i've been called severally i have i have some interesting followers 
people believe I have a potential to actually grow when outside, like I need to show my talent outside. Some are even willing to pay for my studies, my fashion studies. Mm -hmm. So do you have any fashion shows that you feel you really want to showcase in those fashion weeks? Yes. Which ones? Uh, Paris Fashion Week, <laughs> New York Fashion Week. Like there are many. Anything that will boost my name out there, I'll go for it. Like there are so many platforms. Even the Ugandan one, I've forgotten the name, but that's a big mm. deal. It's always a big there's deal. There's Kampara Fashion Week, Kampara Kigeri Fashion Week. There's so those events, but it's the Kampara Fashion Week. Yes. Uh -huh. There's there's a fashion IT in Kenya. Mm -hmm. You get there's a lot. So have you been in a fashion show before? I've been in fashion show before, but when I was a model or oh, managing model. Oh, that's that is the new input to bring. So you have been a model before? No, not say a model, but mm -hmm. I was managing model. I was models. I was in the model industry. Mm -hmm. I was teaching them how to catwalk and whatnot. Ah. Yes. Carry so you have been, the so before you even you come to fashion, you knew. Yes, yes. I was conversant mm -hmm. with the modeling industry because it's hand in hand with the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. So I was there, but I've never done a runway. I won't lie to you that I've walked the runway. No, uh, no, no, no. My teacher was uh, this lady from uh, Tyra Banks. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was my teacher. Oh. <laughs> I learned it from the TV. Ah. And I guess with my physique and the height, I was very skinny. Mm -hmm. I was very, very skinny. People automatically assume that I'm a model. I know how to catwalk and whatnot. I used to train models how to catwalk mm -hmm. and catwalk themselves we are close to the end of today's episode before we get there you mentioned the dream fashion weeks you want to showcase internationally mm -hmm. so if uh, i may ask who is your role model as a fashion designer one or two you really think of these fashion designers they really inspire you i say there's a lady alexandra she does amazing suits her second name is kind of going amiss in my head. Mm. Like she does amazing suit and how she carries herself out and how she records the... I love bossy things. Mm -hmm. you, the bossy aspect of life. Mm -hmm. I, she's a, an amazing person. The finishing touch on that coat, mm -hmm. on that shirt, on that pant, the way she buttons it. Like it's super, super well put together. You would buy that outfit if you see the video. The, and the... The content, uh, she's amazing. And then I would say there's Ola, Ola Grace. Mm -hmm. Ola Grace, she's a Nigerian, mm -hmm. but she's currently based in Dubai. I followed her from the minute I've known her. I wouldn't say the minute she started because I, I didn't know her when she started. But she's grown and I love her fashion sense. She plays with colors and I love colors. So there's her. And then uh, when we talk about the ones outside mm -hmm. Africa, mm -hmm. the fashion weeks one, I've forgotten their names, but there are many. And you'll check on mistakes, there's none. Those are the people that inspired. Some people talk about Gucci and uh, those big brands. No, I wouldn't say Gucci, Versace, mm -hmm. but I would want my name to be associated with them <laughs> at some point in life. Yeah. Yes, so those are the brands, but they're not the designers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's see the future of your brand mm -hmm. in the 10 years. In 10 years. I'll say Avi, Avi. You see, like how you're saying Versace, Gucci, and now you'll be saying Brand Me Kenya, Brand Me Kenya. Yes, that is 
my aim. That's very that, interesting. That is, that is the goal. And all the best with that. So, Amen. And thank you, of course, again for giving us this time. And I'm hoping the listeners also they are enjoying it, talking to you because I uh, you know you inspire so many young ladies. There's so many younger women who watch uh, you and wish to be you. That's mm -hmm. how it is in Africa, mm -hmm. when you're a lady who do better stuff, mm -hmm. fashion, you see people who want to associate with you or want to dream to be you. So I know even there are listeners who are listening to you, mm -hmm. who are your clients, who want to know even more about Nehema. You mentioned about your day looks like. What's your favorite food? My favorite food, Maragwe, beans. Beans is my favorite food. I love beans. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love beans. Love beans. Yes. How they cooked? Boiled? You need fried. to boil them first. Beans and plantain. Plantain <laughs> is sweet. Okay. So I love plantain mm -hmm. and I love beans. Plantain, mm -hmm. I'll take them as snack. I know it's a meal to others, mm -hmm. but I take them as snack. Mm -hmm. They just give me a lot of sugar and I need it to boost my myself. What keeps your body? Because when I see your pictures, I've been knowing you more than uh, probably three years now. So when I see your body, it looks very constant. It's never changing. changing. <laughs> so what keeps your body staying that, in that way? I love food. So I won't say that I don't eat. I eat. I eat a lot. Like I love eating. Mm -hmm. I'll eat junks. I'll eat oh, oh, proper food, like nutritious food, and drink water. Mm -hmm. But I do exercise. I'm enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. I'm not enthusiastic about it. I don't love it, but mm -hmm. I enjoy it while I'm doing it. Uh, but the process of going there, mm -hmm. getting ready, and going there a struggle mm -hmm. like getting ready to go to school mm -hmm. but when i'm in class i enjoy the lessons mm -hmm. yes so do you have any message you can share to other younger or upcoming designers here in africa i see if you're passionate about it go do it like just go do it don't wait for the right time there's never a right time and the struggles are there You'll face them every single day. Even today, I'm currently facing them. But eventually, the way they come, mm -hmm. they'll go. There's the highs and there's the low. We should be able to like embrace them both, overcome them both, mm -hmm. and just grow a lot. It. Make sure you grow and be better and do better. Learn from the lows and the highs keep you motivated. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just one more question to ask. The journey a woman to reach at your age, mm -hmm. it is not easy mm -hmm. because you have mentioned there are so a lot of challenging. Mm -hmm. One of the challenges we have in Africa is the sexual harassment. You will find people who want to profit women because women that are looking for something. To you, have you faced any sexual harassment in your journey as a fashion designer until now? Personally, no. I haven't experienced that, but I wouldn't dispute that that exists because people get harassed every single day. I think there's a case of harassment. But for me, I haven't faced any, and I don't hope to face any. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been harassed sexually, mm -hmm. or there are no sexual favors asked for me. Mm -hmm. So yes, I, I'm very grateful that I haven't experienced that, because mm -hmm. that puts you in a very awkward position. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyways, we ask our guests to send a message, especially to people who are in the same career. So what message can you send to Kenyan fashion designers and African fashion designers? You guys are amazing. You guys are the it. Those are Kenyans. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, in the whole of Africa. Uh -huh. 
Like every day you get surprised with the beauty of the the creativity aspect of the fashion industry. There are so many winds out here and they inspire so much because we wear clothes every day. Like we wear clothes every day. I'm usually left a gap with how people's brains work. Africa is so blessed Mm -hmm. and these people are so blessed. They should just keep pushing Mm -hmm. and inspiring us. I hope I inspire some Mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. I get challenged every day and I appreciate them for that because with the challenge comes growth Mm -hmm. and I'm very appreciative of that. So dear listeners, thank you so much for being with us and listening to this podcast, to this amazing Nehema. So go to her Instagram accounts. You search brand me uh-huh. brand me underscore kenya uh-huh. brand me corporate dress for less and kids pajama world yes okay so yes. those are your businesses and my personal account please uh-huh. follow me and like my pictures uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> on nehema jujina okay yes. all right thank you for listening uh made in the african show that brings you different people today we are with nehema georgia and thank you very much nehema. thank you thank you for having me and thank you for listening i know we bored your ears but we hope we inspire some actually i'm already inspired <laughs> by today's show thank you very much thank you so much Appreciate. for having me thank you for listening our episode see you next time with your host celestina Wiedema.